Hey, hey, hey. There it is. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so this is Matt Spector doing Matt Spector's wow, here to wow and amaze people. I'm already wowed. You feel like you're wowed? I am. I'm blown away. I'm not feeling very wowed. Why not? Yet. You have your coffee. You're in it. It's not really a coffee. It's not the coffee? I feel like a frappuccino. <laughs> you feel like a frappuccino? A, no, it's it's a different... You feel frothy? I do, it's very frothy. <laughs> I feel like a... You know, you know when... You know when liquids change form? I yeah. feel like a frappuccino is not technically coffee. It's like a just coffee, sugar. Mid, mid coffee. Sugar and crap in it that made it not taste like coffee. It's a little too sugary. That's the idea. That's why they want it that way. You know, I got it. Uh, Thank you for introducing me, by the way. I was waiting for it, but I thought it you never. Would introduce yourself. That's not how it works. You need way. to. No, you need to. You, you, you were an anchor. This you're going to tell. Do we people. call this radio? No, this is a podcast. Okay, this isn't going up into the the waves, the satellite. I don't know. Do? I'm not sure how it would work. Can blame you guys for the space junk. <laughs> so, uh, with me today is John Maxwell Hi. of Sirius XM. Yes, fame. I host the late night hours on Alt Nation, which is the alternative rock channel. Although people complain that we're not alternative enough. What what defines alternative in the sort of spectrum of things? That... See, that term is is kind of doesn't mean anything anymore because if you look at the Grammys actually recently, the best rock albums and like who were nominated, it's it's all different genres. So the the terminology of music really doesn't apply anymore. What's the difference between album of the year and what's the other one? Like rock album of the year or no, alternative song, album? No, there's song of the year. Album of the year. There's and no rec- there's, and, re- and record. Of there the is year. absolutely no difference. There is no way to differentiate between what is an album of the year, song of the year, rock performance of the year. I don't even know what that means. But what's the difference between an album and a record? Your guess is as good as mine. I, I don't know. I mean, these days to us, the Grammys don't mean anything, especially for the music that I play. I mean, it only goes to pop and top forty music now, which is not my genre. Usually, our goal is to find the music before it makes it to top forty. If we, you know can play something maybe a year before you hear it on terrestrial radio, we've done our job. Do you get a extra points from your... It's like commissioned. We're, we're, we get commissioned if we get successful. No, it's just we... we I mean, the beauty of Satellite is we, we're not constrained to commercials and had to, you know we don't have to generate a certain amount of revenue. We don't have to attain a certain amount of audience. We can do what we want. Right. And because of that, we're successful at it. Do you ever see Howard around the office? I do. I, I, I've, I've been here about five years, and I've seen Howard two times walking does he wear kind of one of those loose soft shirts he always looks looks like he has really soft shirts on (laughs) he's very comfortable that's the beauty of radio john's just wearing a loose mattress cover right now yeah just a shawl it's a very comfortable shawl kind of like what a wizard would wear (laughs) lounging around the house (laughs) it's beautiful so this is my wow so i guess i should be talking about different interesting things that are of interest or wow to you, not See, not me. To me, Let's talk about you. Little bit about me. I started my own company about a year ago to start solving problems and changing the world. John has been kind of a part of that in some ways. <laughs> uh, a support, Ro- rooting you on network, yeah, voice in the cloud, so to speak. Uh, you know, for for me, the wow thing is is how you keep your friendships going. Yeah, and I will say I will I will gush here for a brief moment. Uh, I believe the main difference between us, one of the reasons why I think we are very close, is we we both had very similar personalities, but you've always had more of a creative aspect that I never had. I mean, the tenacity alone to to try and make a company is to in my own eyes absurd because I don't really see the possibilities of doing it. But you're not that way, and I, pe- I think people who are who are visionaries or who are more motivated to do something outside of their own their own circle 
is a, a brave thing and something I don't I don't really know anything about. Well, there's something that our our generation is faulted for a lot, which is this sort of sense of exceptionalism, right? We think that we want to change the world or and make the world better, and that sort of which is a nice thing to want. But well, it's that Obama era, hopey, changey. Bernie Sanders waving his hands in pea soup <laughs> yeah. type thing where, you know, you're you're changing the world in, in your way. You're shaping what goes in our ear holes and sure. that ear, that sweet ear candy. The entertainment industry is more of an escape, but change is hard to come by in my industry. So I, I, I applaud your endeavors into other territories than my shit show. Here's what I think is interesting, though, and, and this is something that's come up quite a bit these past couple of months as as I've been building some of the initiatives that I've been working on. I work with the UN Refugee Agency, the High Commissioner for Refugees out of Geneva, partially in D.C. and here in New York. And one of the greatest challenges is how you get people to care about big problems in the world. So you can take things away from them, you can throw things in the headlines, but the things that really move people, and particularly people in our generation or the the generation ahead of us who are out in the world is you build things that matter to them. And more often than not now, that means building things that look like entertainment, but tell a different story. And that's one of the things that we've been trying to tackle ourselves. I was just talking to the folks at Reddit this week about this partnership we're building together. Reddit has never before come out as a company around an issue that matters. And they think it's high time that their community of hundreds of thousands of people start to do stuff that doesn't just look like raising hands or raising money when their their internet is threatened, which is, of course, a valid thing. The other part of how we've been tackling this is talking to some of the biggest creators on YouTube about building entertainment objects that tell a better story about what refugees do or what refugees mean or what they are, what they're about. The creation of entertainment is a way of shaping the world. It's a very powerful thing, and that's part of what we're trying to crack into. So, you know, on both sides of this table, you're changing the world in the same way. I by no means think what I'm doing is bold. I think that what I'm doing is surreptitiously trying to change the world here with my little notebook and coffee. But the av- the avenues to which you're trying to change are are interesting to me because you're tackling, like you said, these are places that really have never really held a stance on a certain issue. Maybe because they want to stay out of trouble and not want to, you know, start fires where they shouldn't be starting any fires. But I think it's important if there is a cause that's that's worthy of being uh, shown a spotlight on, it's, it's deserving of it and it should be. And, you know, even if it takes places like Reddit or like YouTube, which generate tens of millions of people on a daily basis. I mean, there's no better stage to try and generate some sort of change if we have the potential to. And I think that's a cool concept. Sure. But I think one of the challenges is you look at what, I mean, the Global Citizen Festival these past couple of years and what the one in Central Park, that the the concerts and what they've done around making people care about water and climate change and other major issues when you talk about refugees and you talk about displaced people, it is a it is a very not in my backyard community thing. And it's very easy to write off what is happening and discount it as something that's happening far away. Steve Jobs' father was a Syrian refugee. America is built on these narratives. And so part of what we're speaking to and hopefully evolving this cause is taking it from the refugee crisis to making it a human crisis. And that means creating stuff that builds empathy 
that gets people to care, that gets the biggest YouTube makers and creators in the world to do interesting stuff for you. And that's similar to the work I'm doing right now with UNICEF around children's rights and the work that I'm doing now with a couple of startups here in New York, which is transforming the ways that organizations communicate but also innovate. And it's an exciting time because, at least I have found here, a city and a community with global reach where you can say and do things that matter. That's been very motivating, very motivating to me. And that's a great thing. I mean, especially you're in a place here in New York where you have access to to so much. And so many of the startups and so many of the, the young companies, when they're not, you know, maybe not the internet-based startups that are on the West Coast, but there are plenty here that need some sort of, I don't want to say angle. Angle seems like the wrong word, but it's sometimes necessary to anchor yourself in a certain cause or a certain issue that you can you can help spread. At the same time, everything is a self-service. I mean, you want you want your company to be out there. You want you you want your own motivations to be out, but you also want I'd like to think that some people or most would want to make a change in some capacity. I think so. I, I there's a there's the the notion of doing well by doing good which is certainly important. You know, when I when I look at the brands that I used to work with back in my corporate agency job, Coca-Cola, Red Bull, Keurig, Unilever, I, I worked on a, a pitch for Unilever margarine because they were losing ground to the foodie, natural, non-GMO movement, and they wanted to tell a new story around how margarine makes your life better. I will say that Regardless of whether you're selling baby shampoo, an elected official, or music, the idea of purpose, values, is now inherent in everything. You know, you saw Kendrick Lamar clean up at the Grammys because he has rooted his music in a time and a place and with people. So I think that's very similar to rooting the idea of a, of a brand or finding purpose or culture in a cause they're all the same. They it's need true. to be they need to be snackable and realistic and interesting and engaging and that's part of consistency of of the ideas that I try and share to people. And that means a lot of collaboration and a lot of thinking and a lot of hard work of throwing stuff up against a wall and seeing what sticks. A lot of times it doesn't, but you got to keep flinging it. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to go to the last last segment. This is a little something called letters of recommendation. Uh, <laughs> What am I recommending? Anything that has tickled your fancy. Mm, things like any cat, like anything. Anything. Huh. So give your letter of recommendation to for anything that has interested you or been a kick-ass thing. Yeah, think about that. As of late. You want to hear mine? Yeah. All right. So I read I read some I read some statistics. They showed up on my Facebook feed, the little news feed up in the right corner that said something like 40% of millennials don't eat cereal. And my letter of recommendation is cereal. <laughs> the, the, the actual, like, milk and... Not milk. Ugh. What, what, are you, what are you putting in it? Peanut butter. Gross. That doesn't make sense. It's not gross. It's very normal. You put it in a bowl? Or a plate. I don't think that's right. But I like cereal. This is why millennials aren't eating cereal, because you're, you're putting weird crap in it, like peanut butter. Oh, I enjoy it. If I had to recommend something... Uh, and this is easier to do, I, I guess, in cities than if you were in the suburbs. But you could still do it. Is uh, go go somewhere that you you don't know anything about. Go wander. I don't think a lot of people wander these days. They stay inside and wander on the internet of places you can go. Just go. Like last week, I went. I think I was in Koreatown, 
in, in, in New York City, a place that I had never been. It sort of just became like we, we were walking and it became Koreatown and I'd never been there before. And I was fascinated by that. Like I would never have thought to have gone there. I never would have like been sitting in my room saying, you know, I should go to Koreatown. I should go check that out. I had no intention of going. And I love the fact that that's where I wound up. And I think that's sort of a hard thing to, to grasp. People like knowing things. They like knowing where they're going to be, or where they're going to go. Try not doing that. Yeah. For once, for a day. You know, the, uh, there's a term in France for that type of person, and it's called a flaneur, the person that just kind of walks around and lazes about all day. That's not like a homeless person? No, okay. actually. But, <laughs> but it's, a, it's a real thing. Yeah. I think that there's something really restorative about just enjoying things yeah. without the day your phone and device. You know, technology gets us so close to and plugs us so closely into the world that we have trouble seeing and stepping back and seeing things for ourselves. So I think that that's, you know, we're going to try, we're going to try to, for the next iteration of this, try and take a few steps back and say some meaningful stuff about life. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for Matt Spector's WOW. Next time, we'll do a little bit more exploration about life, the meaning of stuff, and perhaps some more discussion of cereal. Signing off. The podcast. Cereal, the podcast. <laughs> cereal, the podcast. <laughs> Signing off. This is Matt.